With there being a slight lull in the Indianapolis Colts head coaching search, it's time to dive into this QB search. Today, we're going to dive into one of the Colts draft prospects and talk about how he could fit with this team in the near future. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Colts fans, thank you for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game. So today, guys, we're going to be talking about a certain quarterback prospect, someone that you guys are very familiar with, and that is C.J. Stroud of Ohio State. And, and as always, I'm Zach Hicks, your, your normal co-host. I kicked Jake off for this episode and brought my guy, John Hagler. Uh, you guys know him. You guys love him. He's been on the show plenty of times in the past. We talked game recaps we've talked certain players and we've talked draft prospects before so hag welcome back to the show and and we're going to start off this first segment here talking about the strengths of cj stroud and talking about how he could work in the nfl so before we jump into all that though cj stroud is your guy that's like your quarterback in this class right yeah yeah he's he he's my favorite pro prospect um at the quarterback position um i'm biased you know you can peep the chair behind me uh, yeah. But, you know, I'm biased. I love Bryce Young, but I think, you know, my favorite quarterback in this in this class is C.J. Stroud. I think he's he, he fits all the measurables. You know, he's he's got the height. He's got the, the weight. There's not a ton of bad about C.J. Stroud. He's a prototypical quarterback. Another one out of California. It's like they're just they're a factory, you know, now. Um, I, I really like his game. He's pro ready. He can he can make all the throws. He's not. He doesn't have the Josh Allen arm, but it's 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 enough um, to last a long time in the NFL. Uh, there's not a ton of mechanical flaws with, with with his throwing motion, his feet. You know, he's solid. He's solid all the way around. He's the safest quarterback I feel like in this draft. Um, he may have the lowest ceiling, but you know he has the highest floor. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and we're going to talk about some of our concerns in the next segment. To start off, though, just talking all positive and really hyping this guy up and talking about what's good with him. I'm going to list off a couple of things that I really like about his game. And you can add to that or you can agree or disagree with me. Um, but I think he is a quintessential touch passer. You know, I think when you think of C.J. Stroud and you think of his highlights, it's those touch passes. You know, it could be down the sideline 40 yards. It could be on a crosser. It could be on a red zone fade or something like that. Whenever he has an opportunity to throw a touch ball, I think he throws the cleanest touch pass since Jared Goff, when Jared Goff was coming in. Oh, yeah. Jared Goff, Jared Goff, every time he did a touch pass, it was like, oh, there, you know it's going to go right in the bucket. And that's kind of yeah. CJ Stroud, too. You know it's going to fall in that bucket when he's, a when he's throwing with touch. So I think that's his best trait for sure. Uh, on top of that, I think he throws with great anticipation. He really understands how to throw guys open. I think that was my favorite thing about him is, you know, when a guy's running a simple hitch route or a guy's running a dig or something like that, he's not throwing that dig. He's not throwing that hitch. He's throwing guys open 
within that route. You know, throwing it more back shoulder so the guy can win more to the outside. He's throwing it more to like a little bit lower so it can protect his player from the hit. I think that is such an underrated aspect of playing quarterback that he does really well. Uh, and on top of that, you know, he can layer throws. He makes a lot of NFL caliber throws that you don't see from other guys in this class. So I'm really impressed by all that stuff. And, you know, again, I love mobility. I like guys who can get outside the pocket, but he operates really well within structure and within that pocket. And when he's within structure, he's surgical, you know? So those are my biggest strengths with him. And I think projecting into the NFL, having those strengths, especially the touch throws and, and throwing guys open, I think that's a huge thing. Oh, no doubt. That's, you know, an underrated trade with, with quarterbacks in general is can you throw guys open? And that's that's one of – just say uh, – I like to point out Tua. I don't know if anybody throws guys open better than Tua, talking about lower. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the guy that Drew Brees type type motion. But, you know, with C.J. Stroud, there's a ton of pros to his game. Um, and, you know, I had a lot of those same things you just talked about. Literally on my pros, my pro section over here to the right, I have layers the ball well, uh, has great touch to all parts of the field. The Ugga game was his Deshaun Watson uh, moment um, in college football for me. Don't overthink it. Go get the guy. Um, I feel right. like he can create plays for his receivers. And the the thing that I, I like to label the most, especially in 2023 with quarterback prospects, I'm looking for a triple-A quarterback. All right? Mm-hmm. Triple-A quarterback is a guy that has the arm, he has the accuracy, and he has the athleticism to play in 2020 in, in the modern-day football. And C.J. Stroud has all of those. Um, those are my pros for him. Like I said, I love the guy. I love his game. I love the Jared Goff uh, comparison right there. Um, I feel like he has that Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers type athleticism, uh, but he does a good job of creating plays by trying to pass the ball. He's not just trying to run. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That he he is a pure passer. You know, yep. I think if you if you average out his rushing yards per game in college, it's like three. You know, it's not yeah. much. You know, he's not. He's not looking to run. Honestly, the game he looked to run the most was that Georgia game that we uh, that we just saw. But honestly, while we're talking positives here, for a quarterback like C.J. Stroud, you know, there are some concerns on film we'll talk about in the next segment that make him not this perfect prospect. But if you only watch that Georgia game, there are yeah. no concerns. <laughs> There's no uh, concerns. Uh, you, you draft him day uh, no one overall, today, tomorrow, yeah. 10 years from now. That was uh, it's such an incredible moment because – he did everything you wanted him to do, and then some. Right. And all while being shorthanded, not having his two top uh, receiving out well, the first half he had him. But you look at it, he didn't have JSN in that game. He didn't have Marv Harrison in the second half. He didn't have his starting running back, Travion Henderson. You know, and he made his – he elevated his team. And, you know, they took Georgia to the to the deep end, to the 12th round right there. And, honestly, they should have won that football game. Uh, but he's, that's everything you want to see in a quarterback, dog. Yeah, and I think it's fascinating because you and I did a podcast like this similarly – Last year, and we talked about Desmond Ritter, you know, Desmond Ritter, good prospect. You know, there were some good things to like about his game and he could be a successful NFL guy. But when that when the bright lights came on against Alabama in that playoff game, I know have the talent that's distraught around him. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a very different thing. But he just didn't step up. You know, he 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 looked like a a, a scared college quarterback that was overwhelmed. CJ Stroud, on the other hand, had some concerns on film, a guy that we didn't think was going to be. Again, a good prospect before going into that game, but like every doubt you had about him on the biggest stage, the biggest game of his entire career, he comes out and answers all of those questions. And I hate doing the one game scouting thing, but like, how do you not see that and go like, this is a guy who could go number one, you know? It was a cherry on top. I think going into that game, I think across the board, uh, I think across the board, I think it was Bryce Young, right? He finished the year extremely strong. 
And then I think it was some conversation. I think it was CJ Stroud. And would he get jumped by the the toolsy quarterback who was next, whether it's Levis or Richardson, right? Right. After that game, it shifted and it's like, is CJ Stroud QB1? Because he got that dog in him. You know what I'm saying? He got that, he got that dog in him. And, and he did some things that were uncharacteristic for him. You know, like I said, he ran around a little bit more. He, he made more people miss more tackles. He created more plays with his legs against a team that, quite frankly, nobody looked like that all year or for two years except for Bryce Young. And so right. it kind of made people, you know, ask a few more questions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and to close the segment here, talking about how these guys can kind of succeed in the NFL, I don't think Stroud is someone who's like a Levis or even like a Bryce Young. I think there's a specific scheme where Bryce Young can find more success. For me, I think Stroud can kind of find success in a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be in, you know, in this specific like West Coast scheme or vertical passing offense. But I think the biggest thing for me that I'm thinking of, and, and this is kind of for all young quarterbacks, but especially for him, you got to have a good offensive line. <laughs> you got to have a good offensive line uh, because Bryce Young thrives in that chaos. And maybe a guy like Anthony Richardson can run through that chaos. CJ Stroud is an in-structure quarterback. Even when he showed some good things against Georgia, he's an in-structure guy. And you want to have, you know, a game, a, a type of offense that lets him get that ball out quick and allows him to play within structure where he's at his best. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. And 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 he's surgical, like you said earlier. Yeah, he's surgical in those type of environments. Uh, he makes it look easy. He doesn't miss layups. You know, if you give CJ Stroud a window, if you give CJ Stroud an open guy, he's gonna make you pay. And I think you know, saying having that structure, having that O line, having that running game behind him, I think that's what's what's really gonna maximize his skill set and his game on the next level. Definitely, definitely. Now, if you guys are listening to this so far, you're thinking, wow, this is QB1, first overall pick, best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, all these great things. But guys, don't worry, coming up next, we are going to talk all about the reasons why you should be terrified. <laughs> See you, oh, yeah. Yeah, No doubt. Yep, yep. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk about this mobile game app, and I can't tell you how much, I can't tell you how much fun I've had competing against my fellow Locked On NFL host. Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers was our NFL champion. Jake might have got us the win, but he got fired. So, you know, it's just how it happens. You know, he just – he struggles, man. Jake shouldn't be a GM just like I, should, I shouldn't uh-huh. be a GM either. But you guys you guys could surpass us. Jump on the Ultimate Football GM today. And, you know, it's your guys' turn to compete. Uh, but more on that later, you know, ever, ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. It's every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory, trying to build a dynasty. Locked On Colts listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. Make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com. Or look it up on app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, Hag. So now we're going to tear down everything we just said about, about CJ Stroud. And, and I'll say my biggest concern and why I was considering – like I, I have Anthony Richardson really high. I love yeah. Anthony Richardson. We'll yeah. do a whole thing on Anthony Richardson because I just can't get enough of what he can be. Uh, but – I was kind of debating the Will Levis versus TJ Stroud for a while going into that Georgia game because when I was watching his film, especially against Iowa, especially against Penn State, this is CJ Stroud I'm talking about. I was very concerned with him under pressure and under duress. You know, this is a guy, when he was under duress, he made poor decisions. He didn't really 
looked strong in the pocket. He made, you know, my biggest faux pas with quarterbacks when they spin out of the pocket, that's kind of clean. They just spin, put their back to the pocket and run backwards. You know, I saw some of that. And, you know, with his arm, his arm isn't elite. You know, his arm is good. It's not great. So when he's off structure and he has asked to be creative, that arm talent kind of shows a little bit and he kind of short arms some things. So I was terrified. I know the Georgia game kind of eases me a little bit, but I still can't ignore the other games this year where mm-hmm. against pressure, man, I'm a little bit concerned. Well, and, they, and that, that's, that's it. You know, when you look at it, you know, some of my cons and some of my, my things right here, you know, the question before the Georgia, Georgia game was, why doesn't he use his mobility? Right. He, he's yeah. mobile. He, he's right. a great athlete. Um, he's mobile. Um, and then I, I have blitz with a question mark next to it. Can he handle the blitz? And you know what's coming. You, yeah. you know the coming on the next level. I mean, that's, you know, you, you brought up Anthony Richardson. That was one of the things, like, I saw him in person, and he thrived in it. Yes. He thrived in it. And and so as a, as a young quarterback, people are going to blitz you. You're, you're probably going, you're going to a bad team anyway. You're not going to have the most talent around you like you've had at Ohio State. He's got NFL linemen. He's got NFL receivers and all those things going, going around him. Can he handle it? If the Texans, you know, are going and grab him or if, you know, a franchise that doesn't have an elite O-line, can they protect him? And will he be able to handle it? Because I don't have a question about Bryce Young. Yeah. You know, Bryce Young is more so is, is is will he be able to hold up with a durability? Because if you blitz Bryce Young, he's he's going to rip your head off. You yeah. know, uh, it's it's better just to drop eight on him and just take the chances with his his uh, his accuracy. But. I don't think you win either way with a guy like Bryce Young, but CJ Stroud, it's a serious question. And the Georgia game kind of made us feel a little bit better because Georgia threw a little bit of everything at him. He thrived. He had the game of his life. Can you do that week in and week out on the NFL? Right. Right. And it's so weird too, because in one way he's like, if he's like, if Dak Prescott, you know, Dak Prescott, the way that Dak moves, the way that Dak is creative around the pocket, the way that Dak can run. It's like if Dak Prescott had Jared Goff's mind in the backfield, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not like, it's not like he's terrible, you know, like, it's not like, it's not like this is some guy who can't move. You know, you're not talking about a statue. You're just talking about a guy who plays like that most times. And so that Georgia game, that Georgia game, he, he corrected all of it. It's, it it is so weird to watch because when I was explaining to people, you know, how, Oh, I want more of a mobile passer and not a pocket passer like CJ Stroud. They were like, Oh yeah, he's athletic. I'm like, I'm not saying he's not athletic. He's just, he doesn't use it, you know. It's it was weird. He's a shooting guard that doesn't shoot a lot of threes. Yeah, it's right. weird. It's like, man, like this this guy's knocking down forty three percent of his three pointers. <laughs> How many three pointers is he taking in? Two. I need four. I need I, like I want to see. I think I read. I was reading earlier. Um, he he doubled his rushing attempts uh, in that Georgia game that he did all year. Yeah. Like it's it, it's mind boggling because then you see and you're like you could be a nightmare. For people, yeah. Why aren't you? And so, and so that that's the that's the question about it because you sit there and you go, do I take this guy number one overall, number two overall, or QB one? Is he the guy that I need to help rebuild this franchise? Because you're not going to come into a perfect situation. You know what right. I mean? Um, you know, I, honestly, I think the the teams picking at the top that are going to take QB, it's a better situation than it has been in years past. But it's still never ideal for a young guy. And yeah. that's just one of the things you have to ask yourself about CJ Stroud. Can he handle the blitz? Is he willing to be more mobile in the NFL? Yeah. And then my other thing on top of that, again, with his arm not being elite, it's a good arm, guys. I'm not saying he has a bad arm whatsoever. It's a good yeah. arm. It's not Will Levis. It's not Anthony Richardson. 
it's closer to a Dak or a golf, you know, where it's a good arm. It's an NFL caliber arm, but I I have concerns when he's asked to move off of his plant, you know, when, when, when he's in the pocket and he's able to do his three-step drop and drive perfect. But when he's asked to move out of that pocket, like even if he reads the pocket, well, leaves the pocket, like he's supposed to, some concerns with how he gets the ball out and stuff like that. I think he loses some velocity, especially if he's rolling to his left. I, yeah. I have seen a lot that he loses a lot of velocity that way. Um, I don't think it's a major concern. It's not as major as the other thing we were just talking about, but it's another thing where, again, this is why a guy like Will Levis or Anthony Richardson is so enticing because they could be throwing off their back foot, falling out outside the pocket, and they're going to throw it 60 yards on a dot. If you know, yeah, if yeah. yeah if they could fix that stuff, but without it, he can't do that. You know, he needs to be in structure. And like you said, if you're picking up the top of the draft, you're the Colts, you know, the Colts have some pieces on the offensive line that should have been playing better, but they allow a lot of sacks last year, a lot of sacks, a lot of pressures. Can CJ Stroud survive in that environment where he's not a creator, where he's not someone who thrives under pressure. He sees the right things. He's athletic enough. It's just, it's not there like it is with the other top three guys or the other top four guys. Yeah. And, and the thing about the, the Colts, when you look at the Colts, is you look, I had Matt Ryan. I had these these guys who aren't very mobile. If I'm rebuilding my team, do I go get? And like, I know I know he's, you you mentioned Bryce isn't his type because he's too much of a of a, of a toolsy guy. But right. why not go get the mobile guy that can create plays and I have weapons around me already? Because you, you look at, you know, you look at um, who was it? Uh, the, the Bears. The Bears issue was can we get Justin Fields' weapons? Mm-hmm. Right? We get Justin Fields' weapons, and he's he's doing things that he didn't didn't normally do in college because he has to. The Colts have weapons. The Colts, I like I like some key pieces around the Colts. I like you know you got the running game, you got a couple good receivers. You know you may be one good piece away, an offensive lineman or two away from from being elite. Um, do you take the mobile guy and and let him rock out and develop, or do you take the guy who's comfortable in the pocket and chance? losing him because right. if you sit there on film and watch cj stroud isn't comfortable going to his left he's gonna get a ton of pressure from his right yep yeah and so it's just a question mark it's question marks about him for all the pros he has there are some cons yeah it's why he's not a trevor lawrence caliber prospect and not andrew luck caliber prospect or even a joe burrow level one yep. i think you know he's cj stroud it's it, he's a good spec a lot of ups and downs uh, the last thing we're gonna talk about in this segment before we transition to our last one here is you know we said in the first segment how he can find success and the way that he can find success is going to a situation where they're going to protect him they're going to put some weapons around him and you're not asking him to be superman you know this is not you know josh allen when he went to the bill early on in his career was asked to do a lot he shouldered the load we've seen it these last couple of seasons josh allen is carrying that bills team on his back if you're asking cj stroud to do something like that it's not going to work cj stroud but if you ask him to do something like a joe burrow where yeah, you're still making plays, but you're distributed. You're a point guard. You know, you're yeah. you're 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 the passer. You're getting 10, 11, 12 assists a game. Yep. That's what CJ Stroud can thrive in. So this isn't even just talking about the Colts. It's just talking in general about where he's going to land. If you're asking him to shoulder the load and be that playmaker and be that thing for your offense from day one, he's not going to do that. But if you're yeah. asking him to just get that ball out of his hands and get it to the guys that that need to make the plays, and he can just sit back there and be that point guard. That's your guy. That is who you want back there as your quarterback. No, no doubt. I think you're spot on with that. You hit the the nail on the head with that one. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, guys, coming up, we're going to talk about how C.J. Stroud fits with this Indianapolis Colts team. You know, we've had some back and forth here about maybe maybe it's scary to put him with the Colts, but maybe it could be great with the Colts. So we're going to talk about that here coming up next. But first, the NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited. Our new sports thing part for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make sports betting fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Tyler Boyd against Kansas City is an intriguing matchup to me this weekend because you know, the, the Bengals are going to be throwing a lot. They're going against Pat Mahomes on the other side. I don't care if Pat Mahomes has one leg, two legs, no legs. They're going to have to be scored in this one. So Tyler Boyd is at 5,300 against a 24th-ranked team against wide receivers. Definitely check that one out. This is all on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bet. Win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports partner of the NFL. All right, Hag. So we've kind of talked a couple ways here about how Stroud could be a great fit with the Colts yep. and also be a terrifying fit with the Colts because of, you know, their line issues and some other things. And he might have to shoulder too much to load. But the first thing I want to preface this with is it all depends on who this next head coach is going to be. Yep. You know, if, if they're hiring Dan Quinn, and Brian Schottenheimer to be, you know, their offensive coordinator. And they're going to establish kind of that Russell Wilson type offense where Russ had to do a lot. Oh, this yeah. is not going to be good for CJ Stroud. But if they hire a Brian Callahan from the Bengals and mm-hmm. maybe add some more to the offensive line, maybe add another receiver, then we're talking like some good stuff right mm-hmm. here. So I actually love Stroud's fit with the Colts. I love these receivers for him. And, and I'll let you take it away here in a second. But like, I think, he could fit really well with these playmakers that the Colts have. hundred percent. If if you ask me who the Colts are drafting, you know, tomorrow, I would say CJ Stroud. Yeah. Um, I like the prospect of him being in Indianapolis. I think there's a lot of really, really good pieces. I think there's, it's a, it's a franchise that we talked about throughout last year. They're not that far away, no. but they need a guy who can come in who maybe they eat it for a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then circle back and get that elite, you know, say so maybe they hit in the draft. They, they've smashed the draft. Maybe they hit in the draft on a the receiver. These receivers are getting pushed down. They're getting pushed down. So there's some talented receivers here. You know, uh, where are the Colts picking in the second round? 35th as of right now. So, so pretty early. If you're telling me we go in and I take C.J. Stroud and then I have a Addison or a, a Josh Downs sitting there, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it's perfect when you throw with the weapons that the Colts currently have. And then next year you go get that elite, that tackle, not necessarily tackle, but O-line, whoever it may be, whatever piece you feel like you need because you, you need a couple. I think you go get them. And then you look at it and then next year you're geared to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why you take a guy like, like CJ Stroud, but I feel like you don't take him without adding another offensive piece because I feel like that's they're one or two away. Because you can yeah. get by the Bengals have shown you can get by with a bad line, but at some point you have to address it. Yeah. And it all depends on who your play caller is too. Again, if you have 
I'm just going to throw this one out there, even though I think he's a great play caller. Or he's the potential to be a great play caller. But Scott Turner with, with Washington this past season, a lot of vertical elements when they had a terrible offensive line. And we saw what happened in Washington. Yeah, not enough time. Carson Wentz was getting killed. Taylor Heineke was spinning on his head for every single game and, and doing his magical thing. But one thing I think is very fascinating with C.J. Stroud going to the Colts, potentially, is I've seen a lot of analysts being like, oh, Will Levis fits the Colts because he's an inaccurate passer. And they have so many contested catch guys yeah. that he can that he will look better that way. But I'm like, we have the best touch passer in years coming out. Best yep. touch passer in years. Like again, yep. since Jared Goff, I think he is the best touch passer in years. And CJ Stroud, mm-hmm. Alec Pierce is the best contested like contested catch receiver on this team. Yep. Like he, I think he had he led the NFL in contested catch percentage. It was like fifty something percent, like fifty three percent of his contested yeah. catches. You know what I'm saying like when yeah. you look at him in. You look at you look at Pierce, and like I said, if you add another speed guy there, you you've got I've got the I've got the pieces that I need. But like, what right. you yeah, what I'm saying is like, yes, Will Levis will throw erratic balls, and Alec Pierce will bail him out because he's that good contested catch guy. Michael Pittman Jr. will do the same thing. Jalon Woods will do the same thing. But yeah. if you give them a touch passer that knows where to put the pass, that's even better. Like that's yeah, why would like, you not take that? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Will Levis will throw the ball through the defender's head and it'll get to, you know, and it'll get on the other side there to Pierce. But if you're talking, you know, one-on-one, Pierce is running vertical route and Stroud can put it on the back shoulder where he wants to put it, or he can throw a touch ball to give it the perfect velocity and the perfect height for Alec Pierce to go up and win that jump ball. That's better than an inaccurate oh, a Tracy passer. You know, like, come on. Like, I, Stroud fits these guys because he can put the ball where it needs to go. 100%. You know, and that and that's that's why I feel like you can't pass it up. You know, yeah. you if you sit there and you go, oh, okay, you know, obviously we keep mentioning it. You don't pass on CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. It, it it's just not. I think that there's that big of a gap. And 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 to be honest, Levis is good, but AR is better. Yeah. You know, so 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 you know, <laughs> I, get, I get the Colts and that fit, but CJ Stroud should be the guy for the Colts. He should be the guy in, in blue and white. And I just think he's going to elevate the franchise. He's he has a great image to him. He's a great leader. Guys love him. You know what I'm saying? Just build around him and keep him moving. Yeah, that's the other thing we got to talk about. You know, I I know Will Levis is going to get propped up a lot for his off the field stuff because he is a great dude by all accounts. Will Levis, a lot of community work that's well documented. Leo and his coffee dog. Relax, <laughs> relax. You can't be that good of a, like 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 like. Look, look, that's just weird. You can't do that. Like that's not okay. Like, like when I saw that, like it made me look at him different. So when I go into my my analysis of him, like that's not okay. Like that's a con. So if I like when I make this Will Levis report and we talk about him, it's gonna say con. It's gonna say mayo and coffee. It's not okay. Oh man, Will Levis, great man. A lot of community service. Team captain from the second he stepped on campus. But mayo in the coffee. That's where we draw the line. It's- it's done. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> you can't do that. We're gonna do a whole Will Levis one of these as well, guys. So make sure, so make sure you you keep your eyes out for that Ayo. in the next couple of weeks. Ayo and coffee. That's that's how I look at it. Well, what I was saying with that point is we're gonna hear a lot this whole process about Levis's character because again, high character outside of the Mayo, like outside of the Mayo, <laughs> high character. But C.J. Stroud is also a very high character guy. I mean, 
I think there was an article written recently about his struggles growing up and the stuff he had to go through to be where he's at. Uh, the players love him. I mean, they have rallied around him the last couple of years. And again, they, they, they took the top team in the country the last two years to the wire through his yep. leadership, through him leading that team down the wire. Um, so I think when we're talking about these guys off the field and their leadership and stuff like that and who the Colts would like, yes, Will Levis will fall into that. But C.J. Stroud is right there, too. Like, C.J. Stroud is a great dude as well. It won't get as much hype because it's the way it goes. <laughs> you know, CJ Stroud won't get it as much, but off the field, on the field, CJ Stroud checks a ton of boxes. And yeah, like if the Colts can just add some more weapons, you know, fix that offensive line a little bit, I think he's the perfect quarterback for this franchise. Yep. Yeah. And no, he's, yeah. he's, yeah, he's, a, he's in the quarterback one conversation for a reason. He's a top five pick, you know, projected for a reason. Um, I think he's perfect for Indy. Um, like I said, we hit some cons. There's a, there's going to be cons with every team. It's it's when you look at Houston, is is there are they too far away? You know what do they really need? A little bit of everything. If you ask me though, if I'm a quarterback, send me to Indy. I have Taylor, I have Pittman, I have Pierce. You know what I'm saying? I have some guys that can play ball on defense. They're a lot closer than these other teams picking the top five. Yeah, and very much depends on who the Colts hired head coach. Because if they hire Jeff Saturday, then don't send him to Indy. <laughs> if they hire Brian Callahan, Shane Steichen, Mike Kafka, like heck yeah, send me to Indy because they're gonna they're gonna have the talent and they're gonna know what to do with it. But guys, that's all we have for today's episode. Make sure you leave a comment below about what you think about C.J. Stroud. Do you think that we're all full of it here on this episode, or do you think C.J. Stroud? is the perfect quarterback for the Colts. Make sure you leave it in the comments. And also just kind of, you know, talk about what you think about what we kind of broke down everything with CJ Stroud. We'd love to hear it. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on social media at NFL at Colts, at Locked on Colts, at Zach Hicks 2, and at John Hagler CR. We always love having Hag on here. He is the best. Uh, I'll give him my position on this podcast one of these days. But also subscribe to the Locked on Colts podcast on YouTube or wherever it's in your podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, Check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the, the local insights that you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow.